At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play this is the Greg Peterson experience he was like a god walking amongst mere mortals he had a voice that could make a wolverine purr on vsin the sports betting network you never know what you're going to get on the experience and today on the experience it turns out that it is a funeral welcome into the Greg Peterson experience right here on vsin the sports betting network we're leading things off by recapping Thursday Night Football between the Packers and the Titans, where I lay to rest the Green Bay Packers 2022 season. And then from there, we're going to be getting into an absolutely amazing weekend that we have of college football and the NFL. We're going to be looking at where all the big bets are coming in, where the money is moving, in about 45 minutes with Patrick Everson, who does an absolutely amazing job over at Vegas Insider. So be on the lookout for that. It's going to be very fascinating to see what we are all getting on that front. So looking forward to that in about 15 minutes. Joe Fan, he does a great job over there at WinBet as one of their main ambassadors. He is going to be joining me. We're going to be taking a look at what we've all gotten in the NFL. I'm sure that we're going to get some reaction for him with regards to Thursday Night Football. But more importantly, we're going to be turning it forward and taking a look at what we're getting in terms of the rest of Week 11 in the NFL. So we're going to be having that going on in our number one, our number two. Megan Payton does absolutely amazing work over at Wager Talk. She is going to be joining me. We're going to be having her take a look at week 11 of the NFL, what she all likes on the board. And I think she's got a few NBA picks. So we're going to be getting those as well. Megan always joins me to talk some NFL on the weekend. Going to be very excited to see what she's got in the NBA. So that is going to be fun as well in our number two and our number three. You know what? It's not necessarily the most rambunctious card. It's not quite what we had in terms of the Adesanya fight or anything like that, but Dan Sub does an amazing job taking a look at the fight game over there at Action Network. One of their main UFC writers and reporters is going to be joining me. We're going to be taking a look at what we've got this week in terms of UFC fight night. Along the way, we are going to be giving you guys just everything that I've got in terms of college basketball board for this Friday. We've got a bunch of games on the card, so be on the lookout there. But mentioned it in the first segment. Green Bay Packers are officially done, ladies and gentlemen. They now sit at 4-7. and seven. They lose the Tennessee Titans by kind of 27-17, to 17, and it's a big reason why when it comes to sports betting, you want to block out a lot of the noise, and you want to block out everyone that is overreacting to, I'm not even going to call it one game for the Green Bay Packers, a quarter plus. The Green Bay Packers were down 14 points against the Dallas Cowboys. They were able to have themselves a very nice 
quarter in the fourth quarter, force overtime, they get that game-winning field goal, and all of a sudden people were thinking that this was a Green Bay Packers team, that they were back, that they were going to be able to make a run. We all remember Aaron Rodgers running the table. Folks, this is 2022. This is not 2016. This isn't 2012. This isn't when they won the Super Bowl. That was actually my senior year of high school. I was in Wisconsin for it. It was absolutely terrific. This is not that. Aaron Rodgers is a little bit longer in the tooth. And who is Aaron Rodgers throwing to right now? Oh, yeah. Alan Lazar, Randall Cobb, Christian Watson. And I mean, we're credited to Watson. Five touchdowns over the last two weeks. But hey, this is a Green Bay Packers team that just not what it used to be. Deal with all of their offensive line issues. And for the Green Bay Packers, it is now a long road to hoe for them to even try to consider getting into the playoff picture because next week they're on the road facing off against the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, that'll be fun. And then they have to go on the road face off against the Bears team that they have always owned. But I mean, this Packers team is done. Let's just call it what it is. And this is a line that should have never reached three and a half. It was a look at line that you were finding it with the Green Bay Packers being a slight favorite after what we had seen the previous week. They decided, you know what, with the Green Bay Packers winning, most books moved this to right around two and two and a half. And then the money just kept coming in on the Packers. And then it just kept piling and piling and piling until you got the three and a half number. This was one that was just such a can't miss for me that I decided, you know what? We are going to fire in on this in terms of the Circa Millions contest. And I decided, you know what? We're going to take our shot here. And with that, we, I have already got all five of my picks turned in. I'm a little bit salty that the Cleveland Browns game is probably going to be moved. We are going to be seeing what is going to be happening there because I was taking eight points just banking on the fact that we were going to get a whole bunch of snow. So now I'm sort of stuck with that this one. But that said, what I also have is a winner in terms of the Tennessee Titans being able to get it done. And I think we've got to be talking about the Tennessee Titans just a little bit more. A team that while the Green Bay Packers have been overhyped, they have been overrated based on any sort of good news whatsoever. People just always find a way to poo-poo the Tennessee Titans. Oh, the Tennessee Titans, they don't have some dominant quarterback. Oh, the Tennessee Titans, they play a bunch of close games. You're able to go down the list. This is a Tennessee Titans team that has allowed 22 points or fewer in all but one of their games this year. To do that in the National Football League is really saying something, and it's not like they do it the same way night in and night out. Derrick Henry. He had 87 yards in this game. It's not like he lit the world on fire. He also had a passing touchdown, so any fantasy owners, here's a little bit of a nice bonus for you, but for this Tennessee Titans team, they just find a way to be able to scrape together and get the job done. It was Traylon Brooks, the rookie from Arkansas, who was banged up for much of the beginning part of the season. That was able to come up big in this game with seven receptions. Ryan Tannehill, I mean, is he the world's greatest quarterback? Heck no. Ryan Tannehill is not a guy that I would want to be trying to win a championship with by any stretch of the imagination. But also, Ryan Tannehill is not down there with the absolute dregs of the NFL as well. This is someone that over his last five games actually played because he missed quite a bit of time due to injury. He has thrown one interception, and in this time span, he's been able to throw for seven touchdowns. You know what wins football games? Just being able to take care of the ball and making sure that you give your team a chance when you're backed up by a very stout defense, when you've got a good offensive line in front of you like the Tennessee Titans do, that's going to be able to get it done. Now, Aaron Rodgers, who I was referring to a little bit earlier, I will say he hasn't thrown a bunch of interceptions this year, aside from if you take him against the Detroit Lions like I did in the contest a few weeks ago, I am still very, very salty about that. Three interceptions within the 30-yard line, and yay, you know what? That might be the difference in the Green Bay Packers season because instead of sitting here at four and seven, if he doesn't throw those three interceptions, they're probably five and six. And you know what? Five and six, not great to say the least, but the way that the NFC has been shaking out because as of right now in the NFC, three out of the four teams that will be in the playoffs are from the NFC East. And we could legitimately see all four teams make the postseason from that NFC East because you've got the Washington Commanders sitting there at five and four, what happens in the NFC West, we shall see, because right now the Seahawks, they would be the three seed if the season ended today at 6-4, and four, but we shall see if they're going to be able to hold on or not. You've got the 49ers currently at 5-4. and four. I certainly do think that they're in for a good run of things here in the second half of the season. Christian McCaffrey, I think, is exactly what the doctor ordered for that team, but 
man, I mean, you just take a look at this entirety of the NFC and now the Green Bay Packers, if the season were to end today, they would finish in 11th place in the division or in, uh, in the conference behind the likes of the Arizona Cardinals and the Atlanta Falcons. That is how bad it has been for the Green Bay Packers. And this is a Green Bay Packers team that we want to give them credit where credit is due for the win that they had against the Dallas Cowboys. If you want to just break it down very simply, they've lost five out of their last six games. This is just completely unacceptable. I know that people are talking about whether or not Jordan Love is going to be out there or not. Firstly, if you're the Green Bay Packers, you might want to just see what you got there. And if you... If you don't have anything, you might want to cut your losses. I'm sure that Aaron Rodgers probably would not stand for that, but we shall see on that front. But I mean, what the Green Bay Packers did so well in that game against the Dallas Cowboys is that they did flip the script a little bit. They decided we are going to run the ball with Aaron Jones. We're going to run the ball with A.J. Dillon. We're just going to be able to pick up chunk yardage. Even when we get down, we are going to stay committed to the run game. Instead, they decided, you know what, Aaron, you're the guy that we paid a bunch of money to, even though you haven't had it all season long. You're going to need to be the guy that has it. And it's just very, very vanilla pedestrian play call. I mean, the numbers, they aren't horrible because you didn't throw any interceptions, but just a bunch of Dinkin, just a bunch of Duncan. You knew exactly what the Green Bay Packers were going to do. And that is why the Tennessee Titans won this game because they were the better coach team. They were the smarter team. They knew exactly what buttons to push, and Aaron Rodgers was unable to come up with those plays. So we are going to be seeing what happens moving forward, and for the Tennessee Titans, they now find themselves 7-3, and three. and for as much as we are just dissing the Green Bay Packers, and rightfully so, because as I am seeing this on SportsCenter right now, they have lost five straight games as a favorite. Last time the Green Bay Packers have lost five straight games as a favorite, you have to apparently go back to the 1974-75 season. That was 18 years before I was born in the great state of Wisconsin. That's not great, but with the Tennessee Titans, they're now many, many games clear of the Indianapolis Colts. They have firm control of the division. It is a little bit strange to see a team at 7-3 have a plus point differential of 8, but the Tennessee Titans just continue to be able to pull games out, and that's really been the moniker of this year in the NFL. You take a look at a lot of these top teams, in terms of record, I'm not saying in terms of power rankings, but in terms of the raw record and the raw record alone, like the New York Giants, for instance, they're a team that sits at 7-2. and two. They've outscored their opponents by 14 points. They've been quite lucky in terms of the turnover battle, but you know what? They've been able to find ways to be able to get the job done. The uh, Titans are towards the top of the list. You've also got a few other teams like the New York Jets, for example. The Jets are sitting here at 6-3. and three. The quarterback play has been absolutely horrible, but... They've been able to bear down on defense. They've been able to do a solid job. Meanwhile, a Buffalo Bills team that they've got the best point differential in the AFC, and it's not even close at plus 99. Guess what they haven't been able to do? Win close games, and there's just something that you can never put into a statute. There's nothing that you can put into some, th some sort of an algorithm, what have you, for being able to just quantify this good coaching. What do the Jets, the Titans, and the Giants have in common? They have been really, really well coached in those situations where they need to have it late, guess what? Every single time, they have got it. And what else we've got is an absolutely great show on the Greg Peterson Experience tonight. My producer, Jason Kahn, always does a great job. And hopefully, we're going to be wearing shirts that say 20 to 1 sometime soon. And a man that is always a favorite of mine and a man that does a great job out here in lovely Las Vegas, that would be Joe Fan over there at WinBet. He is going to be joining me in, in studio as We'll be talking some football with him next right here on the Great Peterson Experience on Beeson, the Sports Bank Network. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. 
Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, <laughs> hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the sports betting network. The college basketball season, it has started, and now is the time to get your copy of our annual betting guide. It is over 400 pages long. It is our biggest betting guide ever. You get odds, trends, power rankings, and analysis on every single team. Our hoops experts, myself, Greg Eubes-Pearson, Matt Humans, Tim Murray, Adam Burke, John Von Tobel. We've got predictions for win totals, conference champions, futures, tournament teams, and we break down all 60 coaching changes made since last season. And the only way to be able to get the guide is by becoming a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Sign up for just $99 to give VEASAN Pro access to everything that we do all the way through the Super Bowl. You're able to find that at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. As we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. And joined at the desk by Joe Fan. He does absolutely amazing work over there at WinBet, one of their main ambassadors. And Joe, it's always great to have you in studio, my friend. Thank you. Good to be here, man. You're looking very dapper tonight. I love it. I feel like I'm under <laughs> underwhelmed. You were just you won the election in the midterms. Congratulations, man. I feel like you're you're the king here in Nevada. I unintentionally went red, white, and blue. So we are looking very presidential. I it's love a, it. It's a good Fourth of July look. So absolutely do like it. And something that is all American is taking a look at the great game of football, my friend. And well, in terms of Thursday night football. I just felt surprised that the number kept going up and up and up on the Packers. And I think that this year, you typically find it every year, but there's clearly a few teams that are getting way more respect than they deserve. I'm talking about the teams with the ailing and old quarterbacks. Meanwhile, there's teams like the Titans. You're able to go down the list, the New York Giants, all these teams that they win, but they don't necessarily do so in sexy fashion that they just continue to get bet down in the market. They continue to get a lack of respect. And every single time they hit the field, they just find a way to get it done, get you to the window, and win outright. Yeah, it's such a huge overreaction to one quarter against the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, they were down 14 points. The Cowboys have been playing poorly throughout, getting gashed in the running game. Aaron Jones goes off, and they couldn't do anything in that fourth quarter to ice the game. Again, in overtime, Dallas has a chance to, to march down the field. Uh, they get what you could argue was a soft holding call against them, and then no love on the DPI potential call that – I think it should have been called. I was also backing the Cowboys <laughs> in that game, but CeeDee Lamb was mauled on that fourth down play. They call that. They go on to score a touchdown, or they just avoid blowing a 14-point fourth-quarter lead in general. Maybe you don't see the love of the Packers this week. I do think, in general, Aaron Rodgers at home 
uh, on a Thursday night. The Titans on a short week. It's always you're always wary of backing the road team on a Thursday night game. But uh, I, I do think so much of the love for Green Bay to push the line to three and a half stemmed from just one quarter against the, the Cowboys, where you say, "Oh, maybe Aaron Rodgers is back. Maybe these these Green Bay Packers are going to figure it out." Yep, and I think the bigger question is because everyone's going to be talking about the Green Bay Packers and how they've just completely fallen apart this season, but can the Titans be a little bit of a force out there in the AFC? Because we've seen the Buffalo Bills stumble in recent weeks. They've been riding a little bit of a skid. Now, something that we'll get into in a few minutes is that their game has indeed been moved against the Cleveland Browns, which is of fascination. But that said, when it comes to just the AFC hierarchy, do you think the Titans could be able to make a little bit of noise? I think they're going to be a pain in the butt to get out in the postseason, certainly. And I think you've seen that sort of as the calling card of this team in years past. I don't think many times you look at, at this roster and say, oh, the Titans are head and shoulders on paper, the better team. But they fight like heck for Mike Vrabel. For me, he's a top five head coach in the NFL. I think what he does with the talent he has, no matter who's injured, he's got 53 guys on the field battling for him. And certainly this season is indicative of that now that they're uh, what, eight and three uh, or seven and three. I mean, they have been really impressive. And, and I think they're a team that nobody wants to play because they defend. They make you earn it. They're not going to let you beat them with busts or blown coverages. And offensively, they're really efficient on third down. They're efficient in the red zone. And they're going to make you work for your stops. And so nothing's going to come cheaply against this Titans team. I totally agree with you. And I do think that just the AFC, it feels a little bit more open than it did a few weeks ago. The Chiefs, I like the way that they have been able to just get down to business, getting a 10-point win against Jacksonville. It doesn't sound like anything special, but with the way that teams have been stubbing their toe in recent weeks, that is something to take a look at. But I just take a look at the Titans for one who we just talked about, but also the Ravens and the Miami Dolphins. These are two teams that I think are really worth monitoring the next few weeks with the way that Tua has been able to perform and the way that the team has really just played whenever he's been actually out there, 7-0 in games that he starts and finishes. And then with the Ravens having a double-digit lead in every one of the games that they have played in this season, I feel like the AFC really has just a little bit more firepower than one in the than in the NFC. And I feel like it's just a little bit more open with all these teams being big, giant pests. Yeah, certainly the Dolphins are fun. I mean, their offense is a juggernaut. Despite an offensive line that can't protect, Tua and Mike McDaniel have made it work, and it helps to have speed for days they have it in the backfield with Raheem Mostert and now Jeff Wilson as the two-headed former 49ers running back stable <laughs> uh back reunited with Mike McDaniel of course the Niners former run game coordinator but you're not going to find a faster pair of receivers than Jalen Waddell and, and Tyreek Hill and uh both of them have been tremendous collectively over 2,000 yards so far this season um I just don't know if they can play enough defense they just lost Emmanuel Ogba for the season um uh, Bradley Chubb is is there the nice addition at the trade deadline but they have struggled to get stops on a consistent basis. Um, I think still the Bills are the team to beat. I think if you're going to have the hiccup, it's great to have it now. It's wild to me they haven't scored a touchdown in the second half in three weeks. I wouldn't expect that. I don't look at this team and say there's real cause for concern. I think they can figure it out. I think you saw Stefan Diggs acknowledge we sort of blinked a bit. We were sort of crowning ourselves and getting in this cruise control mode where every single week they're going to get a team's best shot. Now, if Kansas City is able to win home field and, and the AFC goes through Kansas City and Arrowhead and not Buffalo, um, that hurts their chances a bit. But I still think if you're looking at strictly what the ceiling is, especially with how well Von Miller is still playing at age 33, I still love the Bills in the AFC. But you're right, it is more interesting now than it was a few weeks ago. And that brings us to something that we did see over the last 24 hours as well. The game that we were expecting to be out there in Buffalo. It has been moved because I mean, there's just going to be feet upon feet of snow out there in the great state of New York. Any of you guys listening in the northeast part of the country, please do stay safe because it is going to be a snowy one. But that said, with the change in venue, does that affect the way that you're taking a look at this? Because we, when we saw this on the board, we were noticing the Bills being in most places right around about an eight or so point favorite. Now we're seeing a lot of seven and a half. DraftKings has a little bit higher number there here with the Buffalo Bills being an eight and a half point favorite. And really the biggest move is on the total back up to a between 48 and a half and a 49 and a half. But I do think that's a fascination that when the game was in Buffalo, Buffalo was finding themselves right around where we're finding it right now, an eight-point favorite. And I do think that the Cleveland Browns have a chance to be able to cover this game. Yeah, what is the first half number? I was just looking for it. Couldn't find it. Is it three and a half or four and a half? I would think it's three and a half. I will double-check that for you. Regardless, four and a half. Uh, four and a half. Uh, maybe you take 
the the first half number just in case you're you're wary of uh, those second half issues still popping up once again this weekend. Um, you know, I like the Bills to come out and to go down narrative street, put their foot on the gas out of the gate, and I think they do cover full game. Um, but I like the four and a half in the first half. You don't worry about the back door. Um, just win by four and a half over two quarters, which I think they can do against the Browns. This Browns defense, outside of that one game against uh, the Bengals on Monday night at home, has not been very good. Just got lit up by the Dolphins. There's no reason why this Buffalo Bills team uh, offensively shouldn't continue to roll. And again, I, I mentioned the defense. The running defense has been a little leaky at times. We saw Dalvin Cook have a big game. Nick Chubb, certainly the recipe is there for him to at least keep the Browns hanging around. Um, but I'm just going to look at these two teams and say a neutral field, four and a half over two quarters. Uh, I'll, I'll tip my cap to the Browns if they're able to cover. And I think that that is always so interesting to take a look at because you mentioned the Bills, the way that they have been performing so well in the first half and in the second half, they can't necessarily get it done. And I feel like there's more examples of this this year than in past years. To the opposite, the Giants have gotten off to a bunch of slow starts. They're able to get things going when they're down by one score in the fourth quarter, be able to come back, win the game outright with the Las Vegas Raiders or a team that have blown a lot of double-figure leads, a team that I was talking about a little bit earlier, the Baltimore Ravens. Have you just noticed that there's a lot more first half slash second half teams this year than in the past? Because I think that there's more examples of what you just pointed out with, with the Bills this year than there have been in the past. I mean, I still don't know how to feel about the Minnesota Vikings where they win seven straight games. The Eagles five, have been a fast-starting team fourth, too. Yeah, five fourth-quarter comebacks. Um, you're right. I, I think it's it has made games really frustrating to where you might lose a bet and feel like you were for 45 minutes, 50 minutes, 55 minutes, we're on the right side of, whether it's a total, you know, a, a game is sprinting over and then comes to a screeching halt, whether a game uh, is going to be under and then a couple of late scores, uh, even garbage time, uh, you know, plays where you end up, it ends up going over and you're a loser. So yeah, I mean, this has not been an NFL betting season for the faint of heart because of what you said, given how, how crazy the witching hour. As <laughs> yes, Scott the witching hour it. has went from being something where it was always a little bit feared. Now it is very much feared, just a little bit more. And I know that your Seattle Seahawks are on a bye week, so unfortunately we're unable to take a look at them coming forward for week 11, but we're going to be joined on the flip side with Joe Fan. He does a great job over there at WinBet. We're going to be taking a look at these games that we've got for week 11, see if we can get you guys some sides and some totals after the Green Bay Packers. Well, they didn't get it done on Thursday Night Football, but we're going to see who's going to be able to get it done on Sunday and Monday with Joe next right here on the Great Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Warning that this is a product that contains nicotine, and nicotine it is an addictive chemical, as this segment of the Greg Peterson Experience is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, which is the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look at it, because with most nicotine products, they're either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction that you're looking for but Zen Nicotine Pouches, they might surprise you. It's made with six simple ingredients and it's tobacco leaf free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch Buy Zen online or find a store that is nearest you at Zen.com That is ZYN.com today as we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa and the Sports Bank Network being rejoined by Joe Fan. Does amazing work over at WinBet. He is joining me in studio and Joe I mentioned it before the Seattle Seahawks, the team that is near and dear to your heart, they are on by. But Russell Wilson, a man that you were taking a look at for quite some time, he is playing in what is the toilet bowl matchup of the week, I think it's fair to say. And the Vegas Raiders are between a two and a half and a three point underdog against the Denver Broncos in Denver. What do you make just for one out of this sad and pathetic game? And for two, just what has happened this year in Denver? Because with the Seahawks, we were wondering, all right, how much of the success was due to Pete Carroll? How much of it was Russell Wilson? And I think the longer the season goes, the more we have to give credit to Pete Carroll. Oh, yeah. Pete Carroll deserves a ton of credit. And and honestly, looking back, you know, give some retroactive credit to Pete Carroll, who 
you know, for a lot of people in Seattle, they thought Russell Wilson was carrying the Seahawks. It, it very much was looks like Pete Carroll catering a team around Russell Wilson's strengths and doing his best to hide his weaknesses. Um, I think it's not just what happened in Denver. It's what has happened in the entire division. You know, I looked at, I, I told myself all offseason, this might be one of the best divisions I've ever seen. <laughs> you look at what happened on paper, the way it, it's just been an arms race in the AFC West. Oh, Kansas City's, they, you know, someone's coming for that crown. Well, the Chargers, they have the most excuses in terms of the, the injuries, and they've yep. been riddled with injuries top to bottom. They might get Keenan Allen and Mike Williams back against And they're still Kansas above 500 City. in their Still above defense. 500. Yeah. That, move is, that, that line has moved down to five with the Chiefs as the road favorite. Um, but you look at one team that's been decimated by injuries and also, I think, a bit underwhelming. And then two, where you could argue both first-year head coaches deserve to be one and done. Certainly Nathaniel Hackett will. I think the only reason he's still in Denver is as a human shield to Russell Wilson because the second they fire Nathaniel Hackett, all of a sudden you start losing excuses for Russell Wilson and how bad he has been because I do think it's DEFCON 5 in that building given they just gave him the big extension. They're understanding that what they've got on their hands is the hot potato that they can't get rid of and there's a potential for it to age Herschel Walker trade-esque. It's that oh. bad for Denver. Things are just as bad uh, in Vegas for Josh McDaniels who just... Lost to a Jeff Saturday-led Colts team. Sort of poetic, given he left the Colts at the altar in 2018. Um, the Raiders are an absolute mess. The way they've gone backwards. Derek Carr was a top-five passer in the league last year. He's regressed a bit. The defense is terrible, even with a top-five pass rusher in Max Crosby. I'm going on and on. I don't know how you convince yourself of, of a side here. I guess you could potentially decide, I'm just going to trust the Denver defense. Because all year long, they've been one of the best defenses in all of football. They probably are again this week, so I would lean to go Denver. Other than that, you just stay away from the dumpster fire that is both of these teams and save yourself. If you're planning on watching this game, one, why? <laughs> and and two, I don't know if you want to have to deal with sweating uh, such an ugly game that this uh, is sure to be. Uh, it is not going to be terrific, to say the least. And to your point, there's going to be college basketball on. You've also got this game that is going to be starting 20 minutes later, and this is going to be a very good game in that afternoon window, the Cowboys and the Minnesota Vikings. So many opinions to be had on this game. The Cowboys open up right around a pick em. They've moved to a one-and-a-half point favor with a total of 47.5. And, I mean, as I look at it more and more, what I really like here is the under, just because I like the way that the Dallas defense has stepped up and Silently, the Vikings defense, it certainly didn't th show through last week against a very good Buffalo Bills offense, but you know what? They've been able to hold down the fort a little bit, especially with being able to get opportunistic with some turnovers. But that said, I take a look at this, and with the Minnesota Vikings, they've had one of the best home fields ever since they moved away from the Metrodome. And with the Cowboys, I'm just curious to see how they come off of a gut-wrenching loss on the road against the, against the Packers last week. Yeah, somehow the, the Vikings defense ranks 14th in points allowed despite giving up the 29th most yards. They've been terrible through the year. They rank 27th in net passing yards per attempt allowed. It's interesting. This matchup, if you look at advanced analytics, you have two sides of the coin. If you look at DVOA, huge edge to Dallas. They rank fourth overall, 12th offensively, second defensively. The Vikings uh, are all the way down at 18th, including a 30th ranked defense in terms of DVOA. You flip this, the script and go to pro football focus. Two different advanced metrics. You go overall pro football focus grade. The Vikings rank fourth overall, and the Cowboys rank 12th. And so I think that's a really good microcosm of why this game is so hard to handicap. Um, you have the Cowboys, who are really good in certain areas, but um, they've struggled to close games. Um, Zeke is coming back, you think, potentially. How does that change with what Tony Pollard has been, has been feast in the last couple of weeks? Uh, the defense has been really bad against the run. And the Vikings are this roller coaster that somehow finds a way where they were really bad in one-score games uh, a year ago. They've gotten all the way back to the positive regression and, and then some that you would expect to see. Again, seven straight wins, five with fourth-quarter comebacks. Um, they're a hard team to project when it's so chaotic down the stretch. So I don't have a good read on this one. I lean, I lean Cowboys because I think they're the better team. Um, but I would also tell you that maybe this is a first-half Cowboys play because the Vikings... And you just avoid the Vikings in the fourth quarter altogether because I don't know what's going to happen. But this might be one I just want to watch just because it should be a really fun football game, but could be one with, with how back and forth I expect it to be that's frustrating to bet on. And it's so interesting in terms of the narratives as well because Dak Prescott, 
has had so many issues against teams above 500. And then whenever it comes to big games, we all have our Kirk Cousins jokes that we're able to insert here as well. So I do think that in terms of that as well, it makes it all the more complicated. And this is a game that personally I did take at the contest when it was at six and a half in terms of the Circa Millions. Right now we're seeing this move to seven in terms of the Eagles and the Colts. I think right now it's just very clear that the Philadelphia Eagles are that number one team in the NFC, the Vikings. I think they've been able to form themselves as a solid number two to this point. We shall see if a team like the 49ers, like anyone else, insert your team or here. Or the Cowboys able, this weekend, Cowboys, given they're yep, playing. Yep. Insert your team here if they're able to rise up, be that number two team moving forward. But I think that the Eagles are very clear number one. A little bit of a tricky spot with them being a touchdown favorite now, but that said, I take a look at this Colts team, and I just wonder how much of the win last week was just one week of magic with bringing in Jeff Saturday. It was just a little bit of a change for them. They were able to rise up, and now is sort of when the letdown happens. Yeah, it's hard to compare what happened against the Raiders, who are just a a train wreck of a team this year, and try to project what it might look like on Sunday against a vastly superior team that just came off a loss. And you talk, you heard from A.J. Brown saying, you get that sort of monkey off the back in terms of the 17-0 talk or can they run the table. You don't have to worry about that now. You're still in great shape, and the schedule sets up nicely for you. You're still going to be a favorite the rest of the way, except for, what, maybe a game against Dallas on the road later in the year. They should dominate, uh, but they're still without Jordan Davis. Um, and so when you look at what Jonathan Taylor did last week against the Raiders, that is the recipe. Ball control, fewer possessions, shorten the game, try to get to the fourth quarter within striking distance, and then you never know. Fluky takeaway, like you saw on Monday night with Washington. Yep. There was a couple of them. Everything went the commander's way in that game. Um, I, I kind of like, again, a first-half play of just take the Eagles in the first half uh, as the better team. Um, but... Yeah, I'm very curious to see what the encore is for the Jeff Saturday-led Colts. And you mentioned the Washington Commanders, and I think that they're an interesting team because the more that I look at them with Taylor Heineke, the more that I like them, and they're a three-point favorite against Houston. This is just a spot where with the Houston Texans, the straight-up record has not been terrific, but when I get big points with them, I actually feel good about that when they were getting the two touchdowns on Thursday Night Football. I was willing to take that, but them being just a three-point underdog, just something that I can't side with. Yeah, I always have trouble with Narrative Street, and Narrative would tell you this is a letdown spot after a big win against the Eagles. It's emotional. You're on the road. They're celebrating on the plane back, and now you've got the Texans, who are uh, the worst team in football. Yep. Sprinting towards Bryce Young (laughs) in the first overall pick. But they're still the way better team. And if Chase Young finally comes back, Um, we've seen what the offense looks like. They're utilizing Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson both nicely. Uh, It's no surprise that the insertion of Taylor Heineke under center means all of a sudden Terry McLaurin is back. And they've gotten a bunch of different guys involved. Curtis Samuel is now um, making an impact. And they play defense. And so, yeah, I think uh, with it just being three, I also like the commanders in this spot. Yep, I do think that we've got ourselves a very interesting Week 11 in the NFL. We've got lots of big games that are going to be coming up. And, well, one game that in terms of comedy might be able to provide that with the Raiders and also the Texans. And, Joe, you do an amazing job taking a look at the great game of football. Always do appreciate it, my friend. Thank you. Always tons of fun, man. Appreciate you having me in studio. Joe Fan does absolutely amazing work over there at WinBet. A big thanks to him. And coming up next, we are going to be going to the phone. We're going to be visited by our good friend Patrick Everson over at Vegas Insider, taking a look at where the big bets are going on this week's NFL and college football card here on Beeson. Please force betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Zumo Play. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the sports betting network. Lace up your cleats with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook with the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Bet Rivers is your go to for any soccer related content. Check out Bet Rivers special World Cup promotions like World Cup Futures, Insurance Bets, and World Cup Daily Bet and Gets. BetRivers Sportsbook is calling all soccer fans now. Head on over to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app to get in on all the match day action as it is a whole new game. As we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network, and now we're being joined by Patrick Everson. Does amazing work over at Vegas Insider taking a look at where the money is going on all these big games. And Patrick, it's always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me on tonight. Late night, Greg, and all your listeners who are staying up real late if they're back east or just uh, nominally late if they're here in the best time zone. Yep, absolutely. And as we know, sometimes late night, early morning, that provides the most value as well. So I always do think that that is very important to take a look at that. But how about if we dive into... First, instead of some football, some football as the World Cup, it is getting going on November 20th. It is going to be very, very just, in my opinion, a lot of fun. I've never personally bet on soccer in terms of the World Cup, but I've seen it many times and I'm not even much of a soccer fan. I always get enthralled with the action. What have we been seeing in terms of the betting market in terms of World Cup? Because apparently there have been some pretty big bets taken already. Yeah, I saw a few things fly across Twitter today from BetMGM and from Caesars. They've taken some big plays on a few of these teams, and that's where most of the action is at the moment. I mean, there's a, there's, there's a fair amount of action that's kind of starting to build for some of these first games, but really it's the futures market where everybody is, uh, which has obviously been up for, for ages. And honestly, these games, these, these, most of these games have been up for several months now too, but the futures market has been up for quite a while. And, and really what everybody's, telling me this is from multiple books uh, and this probably won't surprise any of your listeners who, who look into this, but Brazil and Argentina are the two favorites and they are both getting a whole lot of support. Now, Brazil didn't have very far to move on the odds board. And my latest update um, uh, that I got from Betham Jam just this week, which is up at VegasInsider.com right now, um, you know, I, I believe Brazil opened in the five to one range and now they're into plus 350. So they've moved a little bit. Uh, there's not far you can move when you're sitting in that position, but they're the, they're the plus 350 favorite. And the move from four to one to plus 350 came just in like the last two days here. Argentina's made a bigger move. They were still, they were pretty high up the odds board too, but they opened 10 to one and now they're five to one and they are the second choice. And, and again, two very popular teams, um, you know, and obviously two very good teams. You got Lionel Messi and, and uh, with Argentina trying to make one more run. And Brazil, of course, is always going to be in the mix. Oh, Brazil is always there, and I've been hearing quite a few people that like Spain as a little bit of a longer shot as well, so we shall see how that shakes out, and it's going to be terrific. I personally 
Don't have any bets as of right now. I might dive into it, though, because I do think that, just if nothing else, it's going to be high-quality entertainment, and that is going to be terrific. And what else is going to be terrific this week in terms of college football? And in terms of this TCU versus Baylor game, right now at a lot of spots, we are finding TCU right in the neighborhood, about a two-and-a-half-point favorite. And what have you been seeing in terms of the action? Because with TCU, they just continue to find a way to be able to win a lot of these games. And it feels like there's a lot of people that are thinking that this team is disrespected and then there's a little bit of a divide as to the others that just think that, man, this team, they're like a cat with nine lives. They're running out of them. What have you been seeing in terms of the bets, though? I think that's fair analysis by you on this. It's It's been really interesting. And honestly, look, the public has continued to get on TCU because TCU has delivered at the betting window. The team's not only 10-0 straight up, but 8-1-1 one one against the spread that is the best spread covering mark in college football. There's no team better at covering the spread than Texas Christian. So uh, keep that in mind. But really speaking exactly to the point you just made, Greg, this is from Joey Fiesel today at Caesar Sports. He's the lead college football trader over there. And uh, to your point, TCU remains two and a half um, at, at Caesars. Initially opened two, backed up to one and a half, touched three briefly, but they've been basically two and a half the last 48 hours or so. And he said the Sharps keep doubting TCU, but the public keeps cashing tickets on them. And he notes TCU has a lot to play for. They are currently fourth. They've been fourth the last two weeks in those college football playoff rankings. If they keep winning, it's going to be pretty hard to uh, to keep them out. And he said the public is definitely all over the Horn Frogs again in this game. But he said when the line goes to three, which it did for a little uh, period of time at Caesars, and if they go back up, it will too. He said when the line goes to three, it's going to get back down by the Sharks. The, so this is a, a pros versus Joes kind of game, and the public is on TCU, which is a spread-covering machine, and the Sharps are still not believers in this TCU team but are just waiting for the right number. And is this a little bit of a pros versus Joes game as well? Because we've got USC versus UCLA. USC, the mm-hmm. two-and-a-half-point road favorite. It is the battle of, <clears throat> Excuse me. It is the battle for Los Angeles with a total that it just continues to go up. It started out right around like 73 and a half, 74. Right now across the board, I'm seeing anywhere between 76 and where I sit here at Circa, a 76 and a half, which is ridiculous for a college football game. Yeah. But what have you been seeing in terms of the action? Because this total has not come down any, despite the fact that it opened north of 70. Exactly. It's been, it's, it's really wild. It's, it's, I mean, obviously everybody's expecting a lot of offensive fireworks Saturday night uh, in, in Los Angeles, this crosstown battle. And to your point, at Caesars, up to 76-and-a-half and from a 73-and-a-half opener, stopped at pretty much every half point along the way. Take account pretty close at Caesars, uh, just 3-2 three, three to two in favor of the over, but money 4-1 to one on the over. So 60% of tickets, 80% of cash coming in on the over. And then, even, uh, and then with regard to the spread, we'll just touch on that real quick. Tickets about 2-1 to one and money 7-1 to one at Caesars on the Bruins. And what Joey Fiesel, again, lead college football trader at Caesar, said was even on the look-ahead line, betters were big fans of UCLA. And despite the Bruins laying a huge egg against Arizona last week, um, they're still they're they're still on UCLA. That you know the uh, the short home dog here. So uh, and they, and USC is the only Pac-12 team that's got a chance to make the the, the college football playoff, and they're gonna they're gonna need some help to get there and to keep winning, but. Uh, what Joey said is, to your point about pros versus Joes potentially, he said it's been half and half with Sharps on USC this season. They either love them or they hate them. In this matchup, they hate them. Yep, it's going to be one of those games I think is going to be one of the most interesting of the week. And, man, you have seen just a whole bunch of points out in the Pac-12 this season. And that is the opposite of what you see in most Big Ten games. Sands the one that involves Ohio State. They're a big, giant favorite against Maryland. If they don't win outright, that would be a little bit troubling because that would mean that we'd be denied a massive matchup next week between Ohio State and Michigan, which is probably loser leave sound in terms of the uh, college football playoff. But right now, in terms of Michigan versus Illinois, the one that I think is a little bit more intriguing at most places, mm-hmm. it's opened up right around 17. And I know that there's quite a few books that they've been just staying right at that number. I know that there's a book or two that they've went to 18 and they've been sort of sticking it there. How have the books been playing this? Because it's very strange to see a total as high as right around 17 and a half, 18, and see a total as low as between 40 and a half and 41. 
Yeah, that's that's actually a really good point, and I hadn't thought about it tonight until you mentioned it, Craig, but uh, a really good point. I mean, if you think, uh, I, I assume what you're kind of alluding to there is, is maybe and maybe leading your, your listeners to is, you know, correlating your bets on this game. If you, if you think the game is going to play out with Illinois keeping it close, well, then maybe it needs to be low scoring at the same time. And if you think it's going to be a route, then maybe you bet the over, I guess. But um, unless it's going to be a shutout route. <laughs> but, yeah, definitely an, uh, a little more interesting game than the Ohio State game. And uh, where, Severs, where Caesars is sitting at this, and an update I just got from them today, they are among the books that are at 18 right now. Really hasn't, hasn't moved off 18 since Monday. Interesting action, though. Two-to-one spread tickets on Michigan. Money nine to one on Illinois, but the reason for that discrepancy is there is a major wager on Illinois at uh, at Caesars Books, two hundred thousand dollars at plus eighteen, which I think tells you something, Greg. There's a two hundred thousand dollar bet on Illinois plus eighteen, and the game is still at eighteen. So that tells you what you know how much the book respects that bet, which is they don't. Um, it's it's a high roller bet. It's not like it's a, a sharp play. They're still sitting at eighteen. Yep, and how about if I throw at you this one? I'm not sure if you have anything on it, but how are people playing the Iowa versus Minnesota total that I'm currently seeing anywhere between 31 and a half and 33 just because I think that it's hilariously low? Oh, it's always, you know, it's it's fun to it, it it's kind of fun to watch those uh the Iowa totals. I uh, a couple of times early in the season, I just couldn't help myself and had to take the over. Um and I regretted it in the end, <laughs> <laughs> of course, because it's Iowa. But they are playing the over in this game. I'm looking with one odds maker right now. Pretty fresh stuff. Tickets three to one and money about two and a half to one on the over of a, with a total of 32. I, You know what, Greg? I'm probably going to be stupid and jump in on this game and play the over, and I'll regret it later, I'm sure. Absolutely. And the pro tip for this hour is do not fall victim to narratives when it comes to just firing it on teams. Patrick Everson does great work at Vegas Insider. Big thanks to him for joining me. And coming up next, time for that DK Nation pick on the hardwood right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare zumo play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies and full tv series you'll easily find something to watch right away and the best part it's all free love music get lost in the 90s with iheart 90s dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iheart radio music channels no logins no signups no accounts no hassle so what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 